that love can last forever. They say love can last a day. They say love is like an ocean. What's up, guys? What's going on? What's shaking over there? Decided to do a quick show tonight for whatever reason. I don't know why, but just decided to do it. So I've got my uh, I got my biking shirt on, by the way. Um, zip it up a little bit here so you can see it. 
It says beer on the front. I'm uh, probably actually giving this to my older brother, Bruce, uh, before I get out of here. Because I'm, I'm, I've sold one of my bikes already. I've sold my road bike, and I'm getting ready to sell my uh, mountain bike, dirt bike, off-road bike, whatever you want to call, fucking call it. I'm getting ready to sell that. I was going to sell it. I had it up for sale, actually, <laughs> at one point. I had, I had already sold my road bike, which I got a pretty decent price for it. I mean, based on what I paid for it, no, not really. But um, a decent price, nonetheless. And I had my mountain bike up for sale. Hadn't ridden, ridden it in a while because I got the road bike and I started riding the road bike a little bit more. And uh, I kind of kept the, the mountain bike up in the garage and uh, just kind of sat there. And I had it up for sale. And for some reason, I decided to take it out and just try and test it for a second to see how it still rode. Rides, how, yeah, rode. And um, <laughs> I, hit, I hit both of the brakes and neither one of the brakes fucking worked. So they're both hydraulic brakes. They have, uh, you know, hydraulics that go down to these uh, giant disc brakes. Uh, fantastic braking system. I mean, you could stop on a dime, really. Where, where did that uh, where did that fucking saying come from? Let's look that up real quick. Stop on a dime. I want to know. I want to I want to say it has something to do with the railroad system, maybe. But uh, let's check it out real quick. Stop on a dime. Meaning. Here we go. Meaning of idiom, stop on a dime. To stop on a dime means to stop very quickly or suddenly to come to a complete and immediate halt. Um, what is the meaning? What does... I want to find out where it came from. doesn't matter. What it means is <laughs> to stop immediately. So these brakes were good, but when I went out and tested this damn bike, I hit both of the brakes on there, and neither one of them stopped for shit. I mean, not for shit. They didn't stop at all. They didn't do anything. They did not even uh, begin to stop the forward momentum of the bicycle. So the brakes are shot at the moment. I need to take it up to the shop. I'm going to take it up on uh, Main Street. I can't remember the name of the bike shop up there, but I'm going to take it up there and uh, have them do a little tune-up on it, and then I'm going to put it back on Marketplace for sale and get rid of that bike as well. So I don't need the bike shirt. I don't need the bike shorts that I got. I don't need... Um, I'm going to keep the helmet, I think, because eventually I'm going to get a new bike. I'm going to get possibly... Although I just saw Simon Cowell, Simon Cowell from American Idol and uh, America's Got Talent and uh, The X Factor, um, all those different shows. I just saw that he just wrecked on his electric bike and broke his back and had to have surgery on his back. So I don't know. My son's got one. I, I, he, he has actually wrecked on it as well. But he is the one that recommended to me that, hey, maybe you need to sell both your bikes and just get an electric bike. So... You know, the reasoning is, the thinking is, excuse me, is when I get onto, when I get onto the road and I start, um, start hitting these RV parks and things like that, is when I'm out there, instead of unhooking my truck from the travel trailer, 
driving into town, getting a can of gas or getting some snacks, something to eat, some water, whatever, I can just uh, hop on this electric bike, uh, pedal into town or use the electricity that comes with the electricity of the bike. And it'll make it a little more cost effective. I don't have to use gas and jump in the truck, fire it up, do all this kind of stuff. I can just hop on the bike, ride into town, grab the stuff that I need and uh, pop back to where I'm parked, whether it be just in a remote location, whether it be at a Walmart, at a rest area, at an RV park, at a state park, on uh, a military base, whatever the case may be, uh, I can just pop back and forth pretty easily. And, you know, it's kind of a hybrid. I can ride it on the road, I can ride it on the dirt, uh, through the trails. Uh, like I said, I can self-power it. I can actually use the electricity as long as it's charged up. So. Uh, a little bit heavier than a regular bike, obviously, because it's got a motor on it. But it's a possibility. I might be doing that. And that's why I decided to go ahead and sell both my bikes. The, the money that I make from both of those bikes is pretty much enough to buy me a decent electric bike. So that might be what's up. But this might be the last time that you see me in uh, the biking shirt. We'll go ahead and I'll zip it again now that you can see the beer. We'll just, uh, we'll just zip it down, man. You know, I was watching the uh, the latest uh, Caleb Choir's um, stuff on uh, on the Like I Said podcast, and um, you know, he's wearing uh, he's wearing uh, <laughs> he's wearing like uh, like robes, and he's got his shirt all buttoned down. And he's wearing Hawaiian shirts, and he's got his chest showing out, and. You know, I think I've got like a little uh, beefier chest that I can really sh kind of show and, uh, you know, a little bit more muscle going on than Mr. Choir, Mr. Caleb, Mr. Caleb Choiry. Some people call him Choiry instead of, instead of Choir, but so he's been doing some shows, you know, showing off his chest and stuff. So this is a good shirt for that. Um, <laughs> so we can, maybe, we can maybe do some of that, but... Why don't we do this real quick? Let's open up the beer because this is still a beer loosely about, or still a show loosely about craft beer. Right back there. I'm looking at you. Um, yeah, so what do I got going on here, really? Okay, well, let's pour this beer and then we'll talk about that for a second. So let's pour this beer real quick. Let's do that. Uh, we'll share a pour. We'll see if we can share it right here on the... Uh, on the lavalier mic, the lapel mic. See if we can share a pour. Share a pour with you. What do we got here, guys? Well, we have uh, this beer. We're drinking out of a Polly's Island uh, glass, shaker glass. Uh, Polly's Island is down in North Charleston, right around the corner from the old uh, Holy City Brewing Company, which is now down uh, in the Park Circle area. So what are we drinking today? Well, this is a creamsicle shake, orange creamsicle shake, India Pale Ale from Westbrook Brewing Company. They've been doing a lot of uh, shake IPAs. Um, ah, let me try and think about it. So they've done a peanut butter shake. They've done this orange creamsicle. They've done a vanilla shake. Um, Fuck, I can't even think of all the damn shakes that they've done, but they've done a lot of shake IPAs. 
And this is the next incarnation of the, the shake. So this is orange creamsicle. And I like the, uh, they got uh, the cow right there. Can you see it? So they got the cow, which is the cream. And then uh, the eyeballs there are orange slices. They kind of look more like uh, grapefruit slices, really, than an orange slice. But that is the orange and the cream together. They shake it up and uh, you know put some hops in there to make it an India pale ale. That's what we're going to drink right now. Let's take a sip. See what we think. Well, first off, let's see. Uh, fuck. God damn, I got too much. I got too much stuff going on over here. Let's see. Let's see if we can get some beats going, and let's talk about this beer. Let's see what we got here. Hold tight, guys. Jesus Christ, I'm not prepared at all for this. Really. I mean, I really am, but. Let's just start from uh, number one right here. All right, so. Like I said, this is the Orange, Orange Creamsicle Shake IPA from Westbrook Brewing Company. Westbrook Brewing Company is over in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Oh, that turned it all the way off. I got this new speaker, guys. This new speaker is fucking badass right here. This is my new speaker. You see it? Let's go right here. Look at that bass. You see the bass beating? It's a 360 degree, 360 degree uh, sound on this bad boy. So uh, here's your controls. You can turn it on. Oh, wrong side. You can turn it on. Uh, you can lower the volume. You can play, stop play. You can increase the volume. It's got... Uh, 360 degree sound on both sides and it's just a fuck it's, it's called the trailer the treb lab it's a fantastic speaker i would highly recommend it that's where we're playing our tunes from uh we're drinking the orange uh, creamsicle shake ipa from westbrook brewing company they're over in mount pleasant like i said they do, they do a lot of these shake ipas this is a milkshake IPA with oranges, Madagascar, vanilla, and uh, milk sugars. So, that's what we're drinking. Jesus Christ. That fucking speaker's loud. That speaker's loud as fuck. It's way better than, uh, what's the other speaker I had? This was the, uh, the Altec Lansing speakers that I had originally, which is a good speaker. It was nice as well. But this new Treb Labs is, um, like I said, 360-degree sound. So no matter how I turn that speaker, which, which direction I point it, I'm getting sound from all directions, everywhere, 360 degrees, hence the word, the name, right? Oh, my God. That is not quite an orange creamsicle that I remember from my youth, from the, uh, from the uh, ice cream truck, but it's pretty damn good. It's got maybe a little bit too much milk sugar, lactose in it. Kind of cuts out the, uh, the orange creamsicle aspect of it, I think. Um, it's not bad, you know, it's 7% ABV, it's got 20 IBUs, it's got an average rating of 3.94, 
It only has uh, 365 check-ins so far. It's pretty brand new beer. Um, you know, this guy right here uh, says really good creamy IPA, but I'm not getting, I'm getting little to no orange creamsicle. And that's kind of the way I, I feel as well. You know, if I, if I think about, if I go back and think to my childhood and I think about the orange creamsicle and the pop that, you know, you would tear the little paper off the top and you would push up the, uh, you'd push up the little stick and push the pop up to the top and give it a little lick. Um, <laughs> Um, it's not quite uh, the same flavor that I remember uh, from my youth. And you know what? I have an ice cream truck that comes through this fucking neighborhood all the goddamn time, and I really need to to get out there and, and take a look at that truck and see if I can get me one of those orange creamsicles because they were really good. And I want to see if they are as good as our, as, as good as I remember them being. I've had a couple beers tonight already, guys, uh, before I had this dream sickle. And maybe, you know, maybe a couple other things. I don't know. Maybe some other stuff. Really. But I figured I would do a show real quick. And I would um, just talk about uh, trying to keep this light uh, behind me from being in the shot. Um, I put it on to kind of illuminate the back of my shirt and everything going forward. Uh, so I could have a third shot going on. Oh, by the way, so what I'm doing is this is my new right here, guys. If you can see it, um, if you're if you're watching the video, if you're not, if you're just listening, what I'm doing is I'm pointing to my new iPad Pro. So originally I had um, I had this iPad right here, which is my um, this was my iPad uh, fifth generation right here. I loved it. It was very good. It was only 32 uh, gigabytes on the memory, which I thought was going to be sufficient at the time. But once I started loading uh, the couple apps that I need, the switcher app and uh, a few other things that I needed to do some productivity and some different things. And uh, you put a video on there, a couple of pictures, whatever. I, I got up to like uh, 22 uh, to 23, 25, maybe gigabytes already used of the 32 and I think that was what was happening with a lot of my lag on the video and stuff so what I did was <clears throat> I went out back to Amazon and I said well let me go out and see if I can find something a little bit better and I found um, uh, just an iPad fifth generation I think it goes up to seven or eight at this point but I ended up finding an iPad Pro and it's a 9.7 inch, which is what the uh, the, the, the iPad uh, fifth generation was. So I bought the same size, but in an iPad Pro, and I got 128 gigabytes. So it's going to give me a lot more memory. Um, I would tell you right now, if I could go to the settings without exiting out of my Switcher Studio, I could tell you how much um, memory I've used of the 128, and it's very minuscule compared to you know what I was using on the other iPad. So I think that's gonna eliminate some of my lag problems that I was having and some of my jittering and, and some different things. I think uh, the iPad that I was using as my switcher was just, it was struggling to, to keep up. So I bought the iPad Pro. Um, I haven't really dove into it completely yet, but it looks like you know it's got way more productivity on it than the iPad 
uh, has. So I'm able to do a lot more stuff with it. Uh, the biggest thing is the memory. You know, the biggest uh, and the memory in the processor is a little bit better. So hopefully it's going to eliminate some of the problems I was having. And it's also got a better camera on it. So it's got a better front camera and it's got a better back camera. So it's going to be able to uh, help me produce, uh, you know, better video as well. So I've still got the 6S over here, which this iPad Pro 9.7 is supposed to be equivalent to the 6S that I have here in front of me. Uh, I have the XS Max here behind me, which of course is better than both of those, uh, camera-wise. Uh, and I think everything-wise, really. I keep thinking about going up to AT&T and upgrading to the iPhone 11, but I've heard that the 12 is going to be pretty badass. But I've thought about going to the 11. That way I've got the 11, the XS, the 6S, the iPad. I'll have four different angles. Uh, I could also pull the MacBook Pro into the mix as well. But So that's what's going on. That's what's new, guys. I got a new iPad over here, iPad Pro. I'm getting ready to turn, return the iPad uh, fifth generation back to Amazon. And that's what I love about Amazon. Amazon is fucking phenomenal, right? You can just order shit all goddamn day. <laughs> if you don't like it, you hit, uh, you know, refund. And it says, okay, take it up to Kohl's. You take it up to Kohl's. You don't need the box or anything. You could take it up there. You could just take, I could just take this iPad. I could take this charger. I could take the uh, charging cable. And I could just go up to Kohl's and say, uh, here's my return uh, shipment label. They scan it. I give them the shit back. They box it up, send it back. Cost me nothing. It's free. So I can just order shit uh, on Prime all day long on Amazon. I can get it delivered. If I don't like it, I package it back up, take it to Kohl's, and send it back, and I get a refund for it. And I order the next best thing. So that's what I did. Uh, that's what I did with the lavalier mic. You know, originally I had... Uh, uh, I can't even remember the name of the brand, um, but I didn't like it. Um, I had a little feedback. It, it, uh, it, I don't know. I just didn't like it as much. Um, I found the Pixel uh, Vocal Air. The original one that I got was just um, was just one transmitter. It just just one guy, and it was one uh, receiver over here on the uh, on the iPad. So the new one that I got is now. Uh, two transmitters. So when I have a guest in here, I can put one mic on me. I can mic the other person across the table or wherever I am if I'm out remotely or doing whatever. And I uh, can have a guest, you know, with a remote mic. We're going to get rid of these uh, these big fucking guys right here eventually, I think. That's what the plan is. So that's the plan, guys, is to do that. So uh, tonight really is kind of a test of, uh, of this new system because because what is coming up here in the next uh, couple of days in the future, right? Well, we got Mr. Paul Stone. Um, we're going to get it finally done. We've, we've had two shows that we've had to cancel. I've had to cancel because I haven't been feeling well. I've been sick as fuck, and I'm still not feeling 100%. Uh, I still have <clears throat> some congestion in the chest. Uh, throughout the day, you know, I did two hours of yard work yesterday in the yard. I did another couple hours today uh, trying to get the house ready for sale. And uh, a lot of trouble, you know, breathing, a lot of trouble with endurance and those type things. So I still have some some kind of congestion, some kind of stuff going on. Matter of fact, I thought I was going to be blowing my nose. I had uh, a bunch of tissue that I brought up here, a bunch of napkins. 
because I thought I was going to be blowing my nose the entire time because the past few hours or so, um, I've been having a lot of congestion and nasal congestion. I've been blowing my nose, a lot of snot coming out. So still not 100%, but I think I'm better. I am now off the prednisone. I am now off of the antibiotic. I'm off of the singular. I'm off of everything, really. Let's just put it that way. I'm taking a multivitamin. I'm taking a B complex. I'm taking a D uh, complex as well. And uh, magnesium. And then also take some alpha brain from, from Onnit for uh, brain activity. Uh, some neurotransmitters type things. So I am off of medication medication, which I think was giving me a lot of symptoms and which was causing me a lot of problems with stuff that I was doing. Over Fuck, I got uh, my pen is messed up. So that's what's going on uh, with my health update. I, um, I have a phlebotomy coming up, not uh, this coming Monday, but the Monday following. So I'll get that going on. I'm off all the medication. If, um, if all the symptoms and things that I was having going on uh, during the medication, trying to get rid of whatever I had, a sinus infection, COVID, I don't know what the fuck it was, but hopefully in the next uh, couple days or so, all the, the side effects and stuff like that are going to, uh, going to go away and not be a problem anymore. And I'll just kind of mellow out into, into the fold and not have a problem at all with any sickness or sinus stuff or headaches or fatigue or muscle spasms or diarrhea or vomiting or nausea any of that type of thing type of stuff but so what the fuck else what the fuck else was I talking about it's kind of warm up here I didn't have time to kind of get the the AC turned down to where I like to to get it turned down to but House pictures. So I got my realtor coming over tomorrow. I, you know, like I said, I've been doing some stuff in the yard the past two days and really just trying to knock it out. And uh, we're supposed to have some rain coming up the next, the rest of the week. So yesterday and today, I tried to get as much knocked out as I could in the yard because I've got my realtor coming over uh, and his photographer coming over on Saturday at 2 p.m. to take pictures. And they're going to take pictures of, you know, this room and all the bedrooms, the kitchen, the living room, all the rooms, really. And of course, the outside of the house, I'll take some pictures around um, to try and showcase, you know, all the, the positive aspects of it. Uh, I think uh, Kevin is also going to bring a drone and he's going to do some, some, uh, some rooftop, some, uh, uh, not rooftop, but, you know, just aerial shots. So I got with my dad today and I said, look, man, we need to, <laughs> we've, we still got some lattice that we need to put up on some of the pergolas out there. I've got a, a four section pergola out there in the backyard and uh, had lattice up on it originally when I moved in, uh, wooden lattice, you know, real wood. And over the past five years, of course, it's deteriorated, uh, weathered, uh, sun beaten, whatever. And it's kind of uh, broken loose and fallen. And I, I, I pulled it all down. Uh, uh, months ago when my dad and I started redoing the backyard and got it all pulled down. I put up, I bought some prefab 
uh, per, uh, lattice stuff that is not wood. So it's good. It's you know it's, it's um, what are they called? Uh, prefab, pre-manufactured. Um, the fuck is the word for it? Really? Anyway, it's not wood. It's going to last a lot longer. It doesn't uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't fade. It doesn't rot. It doesn't uh, deteriorate. It does sag a little bit. You know, it's got a little bit of give to it. It's 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 kind of a rubber type material or a plastic of sorts, I guess. So when the sun hits it, it does um, you know tend to um, soften that uh, material up a little bit, but. So a couple months ago, I had put up uh, one section of that lattice, and the other three sections I, I set down in the uh, in the flower bed. I did all that by myself, and it was kind of a chore to get that one section up on my own uh, to get it up there, to to measure it out, to you know uh, chalk it off and decide where I wanted to cut it to get up there with a, a skill saw, saber saw, jigsaw, I guess. Saw that down, saw it off, set it into the the area that it needs to be set into, screw it down into the to the different places. So to do that all on my own on a ladder with an extension cord, with a saw, with fucking drills, um, you know, screws and all this kind of bullshit, it was a pain in the ass. So I held off on the next three sections. Uh, the next section is going to be pretty much similar to the one that I did. I could probably do that on my own. The next two are going to be a lot more finagling, a lot more cutting, a lot more angles and different things. It's not, you know, the first piece was almost pretty much straightforward. Uh, the size piece of lattice that you buy, the standard size, which I'm not even sure what it is. But the standard size uh, pretty much almost fit in there. And I just had to kind of cut one end of it with the jigsaw and everything else just kind of screwed in. Uh, the next three sections are a little bit more... Uh, manipulation going on. It's um, it's a little more cutting. I need more than two hands, really, is what I'm saying. So I, I got in touch with my dad today, and I said, "Look, we're going to uh, <clears throat> we're going to need to put up this pergola, uh, the the lattice on the pergolas before uh, Saturday. I, I would prefer to do it before Saturday, so we can get the pictures. So that way, when the aerial shot comes down, uh, the drones." The drones come down and they're going to get a nice shot of this, the nice fresh uh, lattice on top of these pergolas out there. So that's uh, what I need to do in the yard. Um, he's coming over tomorrow to kind of do a preview of the house and kind of tell me how to stage some stuff, I think, before uh, today's Tuesday, by the way. Uh, August 11th of the year 2020. This will come out uh, August 12th tomorrow. And uh, he's going to come over tomorrow at 2 uh, to tell me how to stage a few things and how to set up a few things and what he thinks I should, uh, you know, paint or move or add to or take away from um, different places in the yard, in the house to make sure that we get the best photos that we can possibly get. Because uh, photos make a big difference, man. When you put up a listing, on the internet, on Facebook, on uh, the real different realtor sites and stuff, you want to make sure that you've got uh, some good info up there to, excuse me, and some good pictures to entice people to come and want to take a look. So we're going to take the, we're going to do that tomorrow. Stage it uh, Saturday. We'll take the pictures, 
next Thursday, uh, the 20th of August, is where we're going to list it. So hopefully uh, <clears throat> we'll list it on August and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the weekend after that. People are going to come out and want to take uh, set up appointments and, and, and come out and take a look. So that's what's going on with the house and the pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, I already mentioned Paul on Tuesday, Paul Pietrofesso. We've had to cancel a couple times here because of my sickness. He's going to come on on Thursday night. I think we're, we're going to still do a, a remote. He wants to showcase his, um, his little recording and sound studio there at the house. So we're going to do that. Uh, we'll sit down and chit-chat and talk about what's been going on uh, during COVID. And just whatever else we talk about, man, it's going to be just um, a hodgepodge of information and stuff that we'll talk about. And then we'll get into a couple songs as well. I've got all his uh, new, uh, all his stuff plugged into my new iPad here that I had on the other iPad. The cool thing about the uh, Switcher Studio that I use is all the stuff that I have, you know, if I, if I throw this up here or if I throw, you know, different things up here. If I throw my logos on there, uh, we throw this on there. If I throw Craft uh, Conversations Pod, you know, my email address, all this stuff, all these uh, screens that I have set up to manipulate and work during a show, I can actually upload those to the Switcher cloud. So there's a cloud service up there, there's a cloud storage. And all I did with my old iPad is I took my old iPad. I selected all of those screens and uh, I hit upload to Switcher Cloud. It uploaded to the cloud. I got my new iPad Pro out. I uh, you know, did all the updates and loaded all the apps and all this stuff, got the Switcher Studio app going. I hit, um, hit the plus symbol and hit, uh, what did I hit? Uh, Switcher Cloud and I can go right to Switcher Cloud Hit all the stuff that I want to, to download into my screen. Bam, everything is right there. So all the stuff I had previously loaded for the Paul Stone episode, Paul Pietrofesso episode, which was, you know, a good, fuck, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine different screens I had set up for the Paul Stone <laughs> episode. So all those I downloaded from the cloud, brought them back into my new... Uh, iPad Pro here, and it fucking works beautifully, man. It's well worth the uh, 38 bucks that I spend per month for this new program. And uh, maybe a little pricey to some of you out there, and it's a little pricey to me, really, but I like it, and it's worth the money. So pricey or not pricey, I'm digging it, and I'm going uh, to keep using it. So what do I pay for for this, for this podcast, really? So I pay for the Switcher Studio app. I pay for the Podbean uh, subscription, which Podbean, you know, I upload to Podbean the audio version of the show, and it allows uh, Podbean to disperse that between all the different podcast platforms, whether that be, uh, um, fuck, what's, what's <laughs> Spotify, uh, iTunes, um, the uh, the Podbean itself, um, Google Play, all those different platforms, it, it, it disperses that out to it. So that's an expense. And then also my Adobe uh, Creator 
suite that I have going on. So I use uh, Premiere Pro to do all my editing for the video and the audio and things like that. So that's another uh, tiny expense. So three different things that I have to pay for to produce and, and promote and put out and do this show. Now, do you have to spend all that money? Absolutely not. You could do one shot. You could do no shot. You could do just fucking audio. You don't even need video. Um, you could do uh, video as well. You could do one shot. You could uh, use a free editing service, but I choose to use, you know, a pay a pay service for the for the video and the audio. Uh, the switcher I'm going to pay for. I love all the different things I can do. I can put my logos on here. I've got um, you know, all the stuff that I'll put up when, when Paul comes on, I can do, I can throw videos in there. I can throw pictures. I can do all kind of bullshit. You know, I could go in here right now. As a matter of fact, um, let's do this real quick. We'll pull in, we'll pull in a video. And uh, let's see if this even plays on here. Let's see. Why are you such a crazy dog, huh? What you got over here? What you got? This is Leia. You got that toy? What do you got? You got that little puppy toy? What you got over here? What you got over here? <laughs> so you know, just cool shit like that. I can just pull in. Um, I can just pull in videos at at at, at now at nauseum. Is that the word? At will. I can pull in photos. God damn it! I've had too many beers, guys. I've had too many beers. I can just pull in whatever I want to at any time. So it's well worth the money. I would say if you're going to do a podcast and you want to do it well and you want to add some, uh, some cool aspects to it, and if you could have guests, multiple guests, you could have multiple angles going on. You can really kind of tie everything together and uh, well worth the money is what I would say. So, uh, so that's it. Paul on Thursday, and that will come out on Friday. So we're going to have two shows this week. So we're going to back up a little bit here. We're going to kind of angle this direction. What else we got here? We talked about yard work, uh, a little bit of a health update. I should have done this live, but I wasn't sure exactly how intoxicated I was. So I didn't want to really go live because I wasn't sure exactly how um, it was going to go or if it if I was going to even keep it, really. I am off of Facebook at the moment. I mean, I'm on it. I go on, I check it, I look at, uh, I scroll through and look at all the comments and just kind of look at uh, some information of what's going on uh, with uh, friends of mine, colleagues, associates, whatever. I am, am trying not to comment. I'm not trying. I'm not commenting at the moment. So the past two days, I've been off. I don't know how long I'm going to be off, but I felt like I was maybe just getting a little too deep into the weeds and just really getting too aggressive. And I was getting too political, which I try not to do. I really don't want to, to be that. And I was really kind of being a dick a little bit as well. Um... I was maybe a little mean to a few friends of mine. I was using, I was cussing some people out. But, you know, people were pissing me off. So, 
I don't know. A couple days ago, I said, fuck it. I'm, I'm getting off of Facebook for a little while. I need to kind of regroup. I was getting a little bitter and a little, like I said, aggressive and a little mean. And that's just not me. Um, I try and put positivity out there. You know, I wasn't trying to be not positive. What I was trying to do is I was trying to, to bring to light some facts and, and some things that were going on within the the political system within America, with it, whatever. But you got two different views. You got two sides. So you got my side, uh, which is you know shared by a lot of people that I know, a lot of friends, a lot of family, whatever. And uh, you have the other side, and it's, it's it's the complete polar opposite other side. So I don't know. I just I just got a little tired of it, and. Just decided that I wasn't going to post anything on Facebook at the moment. So I'm just an observer. I'm just looking. I'm just kind of following. And and um, I'm just kind of there, man. Just taking a look. Just hanging out. Some people call it lurking. Um, I don't know. I call it observing. I'm trying to reset uh, my priorities a little bit. And I want to get back to a Facebook that I enjoy. And that I'm not just... And I wasn't really, I don't know, I wasn't really stressed out about it myself, but I felt like uh, some of the people that I'm friends with, that I've known for a long time, some of them, uh, some of them I haven't, but I felt like it was just uh, becoming a little bit stressful for everyone involved. And I don't know, I just need to take a step back and regroup and figure out What's the, what's the best thing for everybody? And the best thing at the moment is for me just to kind of be silent and to, to sit back and not do anything, but not say anything, I guess. Um, I was in a... a, a relationship, and I guess, I, I guess now I'm not. Really? It's the uh, the song up front. What was the song up front, by the way? The song up front was uh, Jed uh, McMahon, uh, McMahon. Jed McMahon. One More Night With You. Featuring Kaz Hawkins. Something I came across. That I thought was kind of cool. Jed McMahon, one more night with you. And normally I would have fucking a goddamn screen on the thing, and I didn't even fucking make a screen. What was the other song I was gonna do? Let's uh, let's do this song. This song was kind of cool too. Let's type this in real quick. We'll do another goddamn song. I don't give a fuck. The fuck do I give a goddamn fuck for? Um. Fuck, what's this guy's name? This guy's name is fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have had so many beers, guys, really. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay, here we go. All right, so 
this was my first choice of, of a song for the uh, episode tonight. I did not choose it. I chose uh, Jed McMahon, One More Night With You. This is Justin Furstenfeld. Song called I Miss You, which is a Blink 182 cover. So let's test this guy out for a second while I drink some beer. God damn it. Just play it. Here we go. song <laughs> guys I'm like what the fuck is going on here so <laughs> sorry <laughs> some reason that turned on both the songs that turned on uh, my beats that I had <laughs> before when I was talking about the beer and it turned on the song I had for uh, for this Justin guy <laughs> I, I did not think that sounded like what I thought it sounded like. So this was my first choice. This is my original choice. I went with the other one. Let's see what this guy sounded like. God, that was fucked up. We'll just listen to a minute of it. We're not going to do the whole song. Hello there. Angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the morgue, the unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. We can live like Jack and Sally if we want, but you can always find me. We'll have Halloween on Christmas, and in the night, I wish this never ends. I wish this never ends. <clears throat> I miss you. Decision to call you, an 
hear your voice of treason. So anyway, uh, all right, we'll stop that guy. But so last thing I'll talk about, I guess, is um, I was sitting up at kicking chicken tonight, having uh, really some shitty food. I had some some buffalo chicken dip with some tortillas. Uh, basically, it's uh, I got mild sauce, buffalo sauce. It's got a blue cheese and a and a and another uh, shredded cheese mix, kind of melted together. Uh, tortilla chips. So I, I had um, I had that and in a, a beer or two, and the manager came up to me. I had a Spartan shirt on. I didn't have this shirt on. I had a Spartan shirt on, which I I normally wear. I have a lot of Spartan shirts. That's one of the main shirts that I kept when I was uh, getting rid of all my clothing and, and trying to go minimalist and, and just get rid of all the clothes that I didn't need and, and keep what I did need. Most of the stuff that I did keep, probably 50% of my shirts, nah, maybe not 50%, but a good percentage of them are Spartan shirts that I've had. Uh, number one, they're just comfortable shirts, really. They're a nice athletic cut. They're, they're a nice uh, feel. They're soft. They fit well. Uh, they're all kind of a different style, every one that I have. And um, they're just good shirts. So I wear quite a few Spartan shirts. So I had a Spartan shirt on. The manager came up and said, hey, did you actually run a Spartan or you just had the shirt? And I'm like, no, nah, well, you know, I've ran a lot of Spartans. And uh, he started telling me he was an army, you know, ex-army guy, uh, military. And, uh, of course, I'm ex-Air Force. And we started talking a little bit about uh, running. And he said he used to be, you know, a big runner. He'd run like 10 miles a day, blah, blah, blah. And he he found Spartan races, and the first one he ran, he actually ran a distance longer than what he thought he was supposed to be running. Uh, so it was, you know, of course, challenging. And anyway, we started talking a lot about Spartan races, and I started talking about how I started off in marathons and ultra marathoning and triathloning, and uh, finally found Spartan races and got into that, and that was kind of my mainstay. Uh, found out he was actually stationed in White Sands, New Mexico. And had done the Bataan or Bataan, however you want to say it, Death March in 2010. And I told him I had actually done the 25th anniversary in 20 or 2009. So we had both done the same uh, marathon there in the White Sands Missile Range area. But just started talking a lot about Spartan races. And I, I feel like I told him I've done 13 uh, Spartan races and I haven't gone through it yet. Uh, I was going to go through it here on the show and kind of figure it out. So I said 13 uh, Spartan races that I've done. I told him my last one was in 2018, which I've talked about it before with you guys. Um, 2018 was the time that my son and I went to um, Colorado Springs, Colorado and did a Super Spartan out there at Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, we did a remote podcast out there. You can go back and listen to it. Scroll through. I don't know what fucking episode it was, but scroll through on uh, the YouTube feed or the Podbean or iTunes or whatever, and you can find uh, the Brian Squared episode is what it's called. I think it's called the Brian Squared. What's it called? No, because we did one here in the studio that was called Brian. Maybe that one's called something else. Fuck, I should probably look it up. Um, <laughs> I should probably look it up. <laughs> I should probably look it up. I really, I should probably look it up. I got so many computers here, I can look up anything I fucking want to. 
So <clears throat> anyway, we did that. So I started thinking about it, or I haven't started thinking about it. I'm starting to think about it right now. Let's go to... I guess we go to YouTube. Go to subscriptions. But let's think about it. So my first, um, my first Spartan race that I did was in uh, Arizona. I did it with both my sons and I did it with my ex-wife. That was the very first one after I had, I had done all these uh, marathons and ultra marathons and whatever. And I fell in love with it. And I think my kids did too. My ex-wife, maybe not so much. Um, I'm trying to think if she's done another one since then, really. And I haven't talked to her in over a year, so I don't even know what, she, what the fuck she's doing. But um, I'm trying to scroll through here and find out where this show was. So anyway, let's let's uh, let's annotate that. So we did. I'm just going to use this napkin right here. I'm going to use. We're going to use my my pen that I'm using to to do my switcher with. So we did the Arizona. Arizona. Um, Brian and I did another Arizona, so we've done two Arizonas. Oh, wait, did something over here. So Brian and I have done two Arizonas. Um, I've done a Carolina here in, uh, South Carolina, Carolina. Uh, my older brother and I did that same course, uh, a, a shorter distance. Uh, Brian and I did the Carolina originally. My brother and I did it a second time. So I've done two Arizonas, two Carolinas. I've done Nevada twice. Uh, my brother, my older brother and I did one in Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. My youngest son and I did one in Utah. We also did one in Malibu, California. Malibu. Uh, Brian and I went, our last one that we did was in Colorado Springs. So we got that one. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What the fuck else did I do? It. I guess that's it. I think that's, I think that's all I did. I said 13, but I think I've only done nine. Is that right? I was supposed to do one in, in Temecula. I did not. I feel like there's more than that. Malibu. The Malibu, Utah, and, and uh, Vegas were the three that I did to get my, uh, my trifecta medal. I don't know. So I've done, uh, so I've done those. I've done a, um, a Rugged Maniac. I've done a Devil Dash twice. Devil Dash times two. I've done a Warrior Dash. All these are mud runs, by the way. So maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, eleven, twelve. Let's see. God damn it, I lost count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So yeah, twelve mud races. So maybe that's what I was thinking. I've done nine Spartan races and twelve mud races. 
I can't tell you how many marathons. I've done three ultra marathons, a triathlon. I don't know. All kind of stuff. What was I looking up? What was the episode with Brian and I in Colorado Springs? That was back before uh, Caleb and I cut ties. So that was back in the 20s. God damn it. Hold on, guys. We're going to figure out what this is, and then we're going to be done. Yeah, Brian Squared was actually an episode that Brian and I did here in the studio, which was not the one that I'm talking about. But if you want to see the episode that we did out in Colorado Springs when we did the the Spartan race, that would be episode Oh, that was called Brian Dale, Brian Dale Squared as well in Colorado. That was two years ago. That was episode, there was no episode date on that. So we had episode six, episode seven, and this was in between episode six and seven. So I don't know. I'm fucking rambling, guys. We've talked for 57 minutes about absolutely nothing, really. Uh, we did uh, update you on my health. <laughs> we talked about some of the yard work I've been doing. Uh, house pictures that are coming up on Saturday. I'm off of Facebook. I'm just a, a lurker, I guess. Uh, Spartan races I've done. And uh, we got Paul Pietrofesso coming up on Thursday, be out on Friday. That's it, guys. So, you know, just, um, just be kind to each other. Really? Don't waste your time kind of on me, you're already the voice inside my head. Talk to you soon, guys. Don't